Welcome to the Freedom Assembly podcast. This is the podcast website and movement spawned by the undeniable failure of the entire alternative media. Here's the proof. Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer were all elected to Congress before the alternative media ever existed. In fact, our president, Joe Biden, our Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and our Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, had a combined 24 years of elected service in Congress before the late, great Rush Limbaugh started his national talk radio show. Beginning 33 years ago, Rush and thousands of other people who make up the alternative media have been continuously reporting on the assault of our founding ideals by Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer. It is undisputable. As the alternative media grew bigger and bigger, Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer climbed right to the top. The country and our freedom is now hanging like a loose tooth because the alternative media completely missed the simple reality that their attempt to bring forth the truth about those who are destroying America will never be enough to save our country from the treasonous watchdog press that is now being iron-fistedly controlled by the most evil and powerful citizens in the country, the gravitas dictators. This podcast and website will identify the true root of all evil that has led to the imminent threat to our freedom. We will build and lead an assembly of alternative media consumers to peacefully and constitutionally take our watchdog press and mainstream media back from the gravitas dictators in a way that is unstoppable. Here is Mark talking about a clip of a professor who was talking about the relationship of the transgender movement in the revolution to abolish our current society and turn it into a communist society. Please listen. Here's a professor, among others, in this video podcast, May 2021, Hat Tip Myth Informed, uh, promoting communism. It requires, quote, the abolition of society as it currently is, unquote. Quote, that when we demand that society be arranged in certain ways, this is part of the project, quote, unquote. Now, I don't know why people doubt me. I don't know why people say, oh, it's a red scare. There's, it's not about a red scare. It's about informing ourselves about what's going on. Used to be under the radar. Now it's closets wide open. And this is something we must attend to, deal with. This is something we have to challenge and confront. Mark says that we need to deal with this and confront this, but he does not continue his comments with any solution whatsoever. This is the case because he has no solution. Was this kind of blatant discussion regularly talked about 20 years ago when Levin became a part of the alternative media? No, it wasn't. It has decayed to this level because Mark hasn't done a damn thing for two decades other than inform his audience just as he did with this clip. Mark continued with this. This is a force to deal with. Why? Because they've conquered much of the culture. That's why. They run the colleges and universities. They run the teachers' unions. They run the Democrat Party, and they run the media. That's a lot. And they run Hollywood and entertainment. That's why they want to get rid of Fox or OAN or Newsmax. That's why they want to get rid of talk radio. You're in the way, don't you understand? They want to fundamentally abolish the society as it currently is, quote-unquote. And they want to expand the universalism of a communist society. Through time, of course. Achieve it through time. Now, now, we need to wake up to this fact. 
we need to wake up to this fact that these movements do in fact exist. The answer is simple. We end subsidized media. They only remain viable in their jobs within the watchdog press when they report the truth that Mark has been reporting for 20 years. All of a sudden, 80% of these kinds of blatant attacks on our country will disappear because these anti-free marketers will be very negatively impacted when it is the watchdog press reporting what they are doing instead of Mark and the entire alternative media. It's very simple. When the alternative media reports assaults that the establishment media doesn't report, the assaults are successful. When the establishment media reports the assaults that the alternative media reports, the assaults come to an immediate screeching stop. Once we realize this and get to a point that we know our establishment media is once again serving us honorably by reporting the same attacks on America that Levin has been reporting for 20 years, we can then quit listening to Levin and begin listening to music once again. The choice couldn't be easier. Even though Mark has not yet clarified how simple the choice is, we either continue listening to Mark and the alternative media report attacks on our freedom that the subsidized establishment media doesn't report until the gravitas dictators have pushed us over the cliff of tyranny or we end subsidized establishment media so that they are wholly relying on us to buy their content 100% unsubsidized and replace Mark and the alternative media with music or some other form of recreation that is much more healthy than sitting around day in and day out and being stressed out of our minds as how our country is being destroyed before our very eyes and ears. Please make the choice your unborn descendants would want you to make and join the Freedom Assembly this very minute. Please go to www.thefreedomassembly.com and join a Freedom Fellowship group. It is totally free. It's not about generating wealth. It's about saving freedom for us and all of humanity. Here is Mark responding to Liz Cheney's statement that Donald Trump could be criminally at fault for dereliction of duty. Please listen. If... The deliberate failure, the deliberate failure to act is a crime, then Nancy Pelosi needs to be under criminal investigation. What did Nancy Pelosi do deliberately when she was offered to have the National Guard protect the Capitol building? She turned them down. What exactly did Nancy Pelosi do in preparation for January 6th. Did she do nothing? Deliberately? Well, she wouldn't have done, no- done nothing accidentally. And herein lies one of the issues, not all, but one of them. When you have a 9-0 committee appointed by Nancy Pelosi, the purpose of which is to do her political dirty work and to damage as many people as she possibly can, Trump and the people around Trump, and more, Mark knows that the people who should hear this truth about Pelosi's dereliction of duty for not accepting the offer of National Guardsmen to protect the Capitol are the ones who are not consuming the alternative media products. He is wasting time repeating what he has repeatedly already communicated to the choir. While he never leads the choir to save our country by taking our watchdog press and mainstream media back from the evil gravitas dictators. I want to take a brief non-commercial Freedom Service announcement break with this message. This is the definition and history of the term, the Gravitas Dictators. The name Gravitas Dictators was created as a result of the Gravitas montage that Rush Limbaugh staff created back in 2000. 
So yes, we dedicate the name Gravitas Dictators to the late, great Rush Limbaugh. This is the explanation and history behind the name, the Gravitas Dictators. A bunch of media personalities used the word Gravitas to explain that George W. Bush selected Dick Cheney as his VP to fill his own absence of Gravitas. In brief, over a dozen media personalities working for more than a half dozen supposedly independent companies all used a very rarely used word to damage George W. Bush by labeling him as a person with absolutely no stature or weight. At the time they all used the word gravitas, it had rarely been used to the point that most people didn't even know what the word meant. Today, a much larger percentage of the population understands the meaning of gravitas in most part as a result of this gravitas montage. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines gravitas as a noun, high seriousness, as in a person's bearing or in the treatment of a subject. Other definitions include having weight, having dignity. The montage shockingly reveals micromanaging iron-fisted control over the entire mainstream media by an all-powerful person or a group of people, hence the name Gravitas Dictators. The montage clearly depicts that independent reporting is forbidden. The montage portrays totalitarian control to not allow independent members of our watchdog press slash media to independently report on something as non-consequential as making their best guess as to why a presidential candidate selected a running mate. Considering the degree of micromanagement control, it is not surprising that there was not a single member of the entire watchdog press slash media independently questioning and challenging the narrative that Trump colluded with Russia. Or was COVID-19 being used to destroy our economy and allow vote fraud? Or was presidential candidate Joe Biden in a compromising position with foreign adversaries after setting up his son to become wealthy? Or was there a coordinated effort to steal the 2020 presidential election, etc.? Since Gravitas Dictators is mentioned continuously throughout this movement, whether it be used on the website, in documents, or heard on a podcast, it is important for you to hear the montage. Listen to the montage or read the transcript at our website. When you go to our website, the montage starts at the 1 minute and 40 second mark and takes just over a minute to hear. The video is titled Montage of Media Parrots from 2000. Here is the transcript of Rush Limbaugh from his website. Quote, TV hosts parroting talking points are dangerous to our democracy. Well, let's go back and let's listen to a bunch of TV journalists and print journalists parrot a talking point. This is 2000. This is 18 years ago between July and August after George W. Bush announced that he was going to name Dick Cheney his vice presidential running mate, end of quote. And then these are the names of the people and what they said. Al Hunt. He meets all of George W.'s weaknesses, lack of gravitas. Juan Williams. We see the son who is seeking some gravitas. Claire Shipman. They were looking at candidates with gravitas. Steve Roberts. But he has the gravitas, and you can sum it up in one word, stature. Vic Fazio, he may go to the gravitas. Jeff Greenfield, we are to use the favorite phrase, gravitas. Lester Holt, this is a vice president who brought gravitas. Wolf Blitzer, this will give some gravitas, add some credibility. Ed Rollins, I think the gravitas that Cheney brought to the ticket. Jonathan Alter, what he gets is gravitas, a sense of weight. Bob Carey, 
He does not need anybody to give him gravitas. Margaret Carlson, it means that, you know, gravitas. Mike McCurry, I think he also needs some gravitas. Sam Donaldson, to give gravitas. Eleanor Cliff, well, he brings gravitas. Walter Isaacson, he does seem to bring some gravitas. Al Hunt, it's called gravitas. Mark Shields, a little gravitas. Judy Woodruff, you certainly have gravitas tonight. Sam Donaldson, he displayed tonight a certain gravitas. Mario Cuomo, I think gravitas is the word. Unfortunately for the governor, you can't graph gravitas. He has gravitas. And then Rush continues after playing these quotes from all these people, quote, that was the voice of Mario the Pious. That was Mario Cuomo. So let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 18 people here in our montage. And every one of them described George W. Bush needs to choose Cheney in order to give himself gravitas, meaning some weight, some integrity, some seriousness, because Bush was seen by all these people as a dumb, stupid Tex Hick, a cowboy who was not very bright, needed Cheney on the ticket in order to give it gravitas. End of transcript. We will never know the names of the people who are the gravitas dictators because what they have done by iron-fistedly controlling our entire watchdog press, the entire mainstream media, the information programming producers, the entertainment programming producers, and all of Hollywood is illegal. The blacklisting, cancel culture, and silencing that we have seen regarding Trump administration personnel and supporters has quietly and insidiously occurred for decades by the gravitas dictators in order to eliminate any independence within the watchdog press, the mainstream media, or Hollywood. We will also never know how many people make up their dictatorship. As a result of this movement, it is irrelevant knowing who they are or how many of them there are because we are going to forever end their ability to use the economic concept of subsidization which is required for them to succeed. These gravitas dictators, in my hyper-analytical and creative opinion, are most likely people who were born into Hollywood, have gotten everything they have ever wanted their entire lives, felt guilt about the unfairness of their dumb luck lot in life, and became consumed with trying to figure out how to bring fairness to all of humanity, hoping to gain favor from the downtrodden masses. Instead of using their equal power granted under the Constitution of the United States of America to run for elected office and, if victorious, live and work amongst thousands of representatives and policymakers in Washington, D.C., they have decided to remain in a nice place like Malibu, California, and live amongst the small group of their peers who are in their exact same situation. Instead of being democratically equal with their fellow Americans, they have chosen to arrogantly take advantage of being able to iron-fistedly control everyone in their business to passionately advance liberalism and lockstep. As a result of this unfairness, half of the American electorate is consuming programs that are filled with propaganda scripted to take down the Constitution of the United States of America. The gravitas dictators clearly understand that the Constitution provides them zero power beyond the equality of power granted to every citizen, and yet they have decided to deceive the people in order to take their freedom. This, in my opinion, makes them power supremacy-seeking evildoers who are committing treason. I haven't noticed any African Americans leading the Hollywood-slash-media conglomerate. I haven't noticed any Asian Americans leading the Hollywood slash media conglomerate. 
I haven't noticed any Hispanic Americans leading the Hollywood slash media conglomerate. All I have noticed at the highest levels of the Hollywood slash media conglomeration who are very politically active at advancing the endless strategies and tactics to destroy everything this country was founded on are white Americans. Whether or not they are white supremacists is unknown, but it is undeniable that they are white power supremacists. What useful information from Levin. Then there's Adam Schiff on this committee, who they're also not concerned about. Adam Schiff, if he were under oath, if he were under investigation, would be doing a hard time at Leavenworth, breaking rocks with his precious hands. Mark and the entire media has repeatedly pointed out about how Adam Schiff is a blatant liar and will do anything to undermine our democracy, and yet he is wasting more time talking about him here. It's now been going on for four long years. What has it gotten us? A stolen election in a country that is being destroyed on a fast track. How can Mark Levin, a guy that thinks he is so damn much smarter and superior to the backbenchers, not realize he does nothing that is doing anything to save our country? This kind of deliberate deceit by people like Adam Schiff to we the people would have destroyed a person's ability to remain in elected office during most of the lifespan of our country. Now people like Schiff can freely do stuff like this because we have an ineffective alternative media that blindly leads us to do nothing to correct our watchdog press and mainstream media whose treasonous behavior enables Levin to build wealth that he could not build before seizing on despicable subsidized radio. Is this character assassination by Mark Levin? What is Ilian Omar? What is she up to? We know she hates America. We know she hates Jews. We know she's an American Marxist. Publicly accusing a sitting congresswoman of hating America, hating Jews, and being an American Marxist are very serious accusations. If not a single person in the entire vast watchdog press and mainstream media have never said anything close to this and instead have all treated her as credible and a good representative to her constituents, can Mark possibly be right with his harsh accusations? We know that most everybody within the watchdog press and mainstream media have said this and worse about President Trump, but they haven't said it about her. Who is being truthful here? I can tell you this, if I had the great honor of having an audience full of people that wants somebody to lead a solution to stop the destruction of America, and I knew this to be true while also knowing the entire watchdog press and mainstream media was undermining our democracy by not exposing the fact that she is an American hater, I would not waste my audience's time by telling them what I know our watchdog press is hiding from them. Instead, I would leave my audience to stop the methodology that is allowing this to happen. Here's another really stupid question from Mark. Now, folks, Donald Trump is a private citizen. There is absolutely no reason for Congress to have his tax returns. None. Do you have, know of any ex-president that has been treated this way? In this latest attack? I mean, do you know any president that's been treated this way? Ex-president. They don't want to know about George H.W. Excuse me, George W. Bush's taxes. They don't want to know anything about Obama and the hundreds of millions that he's pulled in. Why not? 
if Mark was saying this on CNN, ABC, CBS, NPR, MSNBC, or MPC, or if anyone else who disseminates news and information on any of these companies' platforms were saying this, then the energy to even say it would be worth expending. But saying this to any audience within the alternative media is just a waste of everyone's energy who is involved. While we hear stuff like this that is irrelevant to us voting for the most conservative person on any ballot we vote, it is also not doing a damn thing to impact how anyone who is not consuming the alternative media will vote. They will still be deceived into fully believing that it is a good thing to release Trump's tax records to the public to be used to hopefully destroy his ability to ever get anywhere close to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue ever again. Here is Levin's brilliant solution to the fact that they are seizing Trump's tax returns. Now, I'm telling you right now, when the Republicans, if the Republicans take the House, and I want to talk about that in a minute, if the Republicans take the House, they damn well better get on their bikes here. And they should target Obama or Clinton and somebody and demand their taxes. And if the judges think it's no big deal that that Congress has a legitimate effort in trying to make tax policy based on what public officials are doing, then they should subpoena these this judge's taxes and Supreme Court justices' taxes. Why suggest the president or a former president in this case? There's no legislative purpose here. But if there is, and if that's the holding, if that's the adjudication, then fine. Then start subpoenaing tax returns from judges and justices from former Democrat presidents, that'll put an end to this nice and fast. They got to learn how to fight fire with fire. This is exactly what happens when you aren't willing to lead your listeners to end subsidized news, information, and entertainment that solves every problem virtuously and in accordance with our founding ideals because deceit is replaced with truth, double standards are replaced with single standards, subjective reporting is replaced with objective reporting, and biased reporting is replaced with unbiased reporting. This all happens because we the people will only buy single-standard, unbiased, objective truth that relates to limited government and maximum individual freedom. Mark's suggestion is for us to get into the unvirtuous gutter in hopes that two wrongs will eventually end up making future behavior right. Instead of us joining them in their destruction of what is right, we should join the Freedom Assembly and cause a systemic change that will force them to join us in the kind of virtuous behavior that our founders repeatedly stated was required of us to remain a free people. Instead of fighting fire with fire, as Mark Levin so wrongly suggested, we should end fire with unstoppable, peaceful, and constitutional freedom assembly to help each other and encourage each other to spend the highest percentage of our discretionary dollars to buy from companies that do not buy commercial subsidized advertisements on television. That ends every problem. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Don't forget, subscribe to the Freedom Assembly podcast and also go to the freedomassembly.com website so that you can see exactly how you can get involved in the Freedom Assembly. It's absolutely free. There's no cost, but you're absolutely needed. We need everybody we can. Remember, this movement is not subsidized by commercial advertisement. The way we can accomplish what we need to accomplish is by reaching out to people and letting them know that there is finally a solution to everything 
every one of the problems that they've been wasting time listening to whenever they consume the alternative media products that they consume. Thank you so much.